on the previous episode, our party went to investigate the mystery meeting strange French suit-wearing cook Steve DiCaprio, the source of the tuna fish sandwiches that seemed to be linked to the mysterious actions of others, and then they went underground where they didn't necessarily find any major clues. Let's see if they can wrap up this mystery, though, in this third part of the adventure. coming up from the underground basement. How is Becky doing? Becky is doing perfectly fine. Absolutely normal. And Sabretooth Sam. Sabretooth Sam is doing pretty okay. Sabretooth uh, uh, Sam is, however, uh, holding on to the back of uh, our dad friend's shirt because things are about to get real spooky and he knows it. And Paulette. Paulette has been drinking consistently and it's very hot out. And James. Uh, James is uh, doing all right because I think nothing is more frightening than starting a family. (laughs) (laughs) And so where are you heading now? Uh, I I think that, so what we know is that uh, there was some tuna fish that was corrupted and it was corrupted by uh, some nanotechnology machine nonsense that uh, messed with people's brains uh, it had nothing to do with the underground, but it might have something to do with the planet itself and why it, uh, it why this is a, a apocalypse show to begin with. I have, I want to use my data point, if I could, from the first mm-hmm. roll that I made. Uh, I know that the people who are like causing all the disruption, the, let's say, upper crust, uh, vanished or not here anymore after everything opened up. Did they perhaps have a, uh, a stronghold or a citadel that they worked their nefarious machinations from? mech nations hmm? hmm? you, you mean hmm? the people behind the show? Not or... behind the show, behind the dystopia. Oh, uh, oh, the people who were in charge of the various factions of the dystopia. Yeah, the other NPCs that you mentioned earlier on, two episodes ago. Uh, yeah, roll me a assessment and add on your influence. Uh, your influence. Uh, three plus one is four plus nine, 13. Okay, so you find Scorpion there because it's Scorpion's job to watch the docks and he got back from wherever he came and he said, well, how's your uh, investigation going? Well, we got a couple leads on it, but we don't have anything super concrete. Uh, we know that there's tuna fish that's been infected with some kind of virus that makes people forget things, but we... Don't have a clue where it came from. Interesting. Well, I mean, our fish source is coming from a few various companies. I got the records right here. 
and he presents you the records of people who've delivered groceries and food here. Yeah, so th- this is what I was looking for. Oh, sorry, that's the wrong voice. <laughs> Hurry up and bring your jukebox money. The love shack is a little... I'm sorry. <laughs> I went straight into squiddly diddly. <laughs> you gotta bring it back. Yeah. Saber tooth tiger. There we go. <laughs> These are what I was looking for earlier. And then I used my my big cat paws to look through them. Uh, I pulled some glasses out of nowhere and got, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what you're looking at is there's a lot of kind of generic supplies that are sent because the diner car is not the only restaurant in the town. Oh, sure. But, uh... You see that Steve DiCaprio, the French chef who always wears a suit and has a French accent, uh, he seems to get a lot of specialty items in. Uh, looks like he tries to get fresh stuff a lot more, even though it costs more. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the other people here don't really care about that as much. Some of them do get like similar things. Like, it looks like Steve's blue plate special is usually what he's trying to get rid of. So, uh, could we... When was the last order with tuna? Uh, the last order of tuna was about two weeks back. Yeah, and uh, who provided that tuna? Do we do we know? Is there a place? Uh, there have been multiple places that have delivered the tuna. Like, here it's generally more of a shipping manifest. Well, yeah, I'm trying to figure out who provided it, I guess. Uh... It's been from different planets that are able to produce supplies to send out. So there's like Earth 1872, Earth 3467. Are any of these suspicious or things I would know, I guess? None of these seem to be suspicious. Like some of these, it's like, oh yeah, that's a world where they just do cooking shows all the time. And it's all about aesthetics. Mm -hmm. So these seem to be pretty standard worlds. Yeah, so it, that one planet is just the Netflix cooking show. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 okay. Got it. I got it. I think I'm just, I'm trying to make sense of these manifests and try to figure out where this tuna is coming from, I guess. Uh, the tuna is coming from different sources, but it looks like about, uh, the shipments have been coming in regularly about every two weeks, and every two weeks it looks like something bad has happened. Yes. Okay. So uh, I so I'm like, well, I found your culprit. It's the tuna, which is a shame because seafood's never done me wrong. And uh, he's going to point this out to the uh, uh, to the sheriff and be like, the solution's simple: don't get the fish. Well, I mean, we're we're getting a fresh shipment in a few minutes, and he starts waving in a new shipping freighter that is oh coming down to land on the planet. Okay, if, if you want to investigate, you're more than welcome. Well, I'll get right on that. And so it ends up landing. Mm-hmm. Uh, do hey, who's driving this? I guess who is on the ship? Yeah. Uh, it looks like a knockoff Star Wars astromech who is piloting this ship. Mm. Oh. <laughs> is it, is that the, like the only person on the ship or are there like other, oh, other no, people? no, there's, there's like two generic, uh, handsome people who are actively, actually like lifting things off the ship and carrying it. And then there's a delivery man. Is, 
is there a possibility that this stuff has been getting like contaminated during the transportation? Uh, do you want to go and see if you can get them to let you investigate it? I may not be the best person to do this. Maybe, uh, James. Yeah. Maybe James, uh, it, it would be the best person, especially if they're like star Warsy. Hmm. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if uh, flamboyant. All Star Wars characters love dads. Well, I yeah. think America's favorite couple, Becky the girl and <laughs> James the dad, should go check things out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the will they won't they on if Becky is going to sacrifice James as part of a blood ritual is. America's yeah. top question right now. There are so many AO3s about it. Yeah, no, th- it's James's daughter. That's usually the uh, <laughs> one who's the person of sacrifice. Yeah, it's just wait for Sweeps Week. It really depends on who's writing the fiction. <laughs> Romy influence, James. Uh, ew, I just barely eke that one out. Uh, five plus two, seven. Okay, so you are trying to uh, basically get them to uh, give you this and the astromech knockoff comes out and is like <laughs> which only you're able to understand James because you have the linguist ability yup <laughs> thanks origin skill <laughs> and you understand that the astromech here is saying hey if you're going to try and look at my stuff you either need to pay me or you have to fight it's, well, James holds his hands up and says, I'm not, you know, in beep, beep, boop, 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 in his beep, beep, boop, boop, boop language. Uh, listen, I'm not here to fight anyone because violence never solves anything. I just saw, you know, your guys struggling and I figured I'd be a good neighbor and lend a hand by helping them carry the shipment inside. Uh, roll plus influence again. All right. It's free labor. Uh, another one I just eked out. Uh, six plus two is eight. Uh, yeah, he's going to resist. You were unable to convince this droid. Uh, well, while the, uh, he's talking to the droid, I want to try to sneak by using my infiltration kit to do cartoon sneaking on my tippy toes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know, like hands to the chest on the tips of my toes. Uh, roll plus physique. Okay. Everybody can obviously see this, but it's just like, because it's sneaky, we have to look away. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's just how it works. Uh, well, if it's plus physique, uh, I got a 12. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so you're able to sneak over to the fish. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, roll me a quick expertise, and I'll give you a plus one because you've investigated this fish before to see if you can find... Uh, that is 13. This fish, this tuna fish specifically, does not have the digital infection on it. Oh. Uh, I give, I give a, uh, a thumbs up uh, uh, from, uh, behind the astromech to James, and then I'm gonna try to sneak back. Okay. Yep, yep, you get back without any problem. Yeah. And, like, while you were sneaking, James is like, wow, heck of a vehicle you got here. What kind of engine? You know, he's, like, trying to do dad <laughs> car talk. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so he wraps up that conversation and he, and he tries to impart wisdom. He, he, re, he, he opens up his, like, chicken soup for the robot soul. And... <laughs> 
and he reads like just just a little paragraph that he's uh, underlined in it, and uh, and then uh, joins the rest of the group. All right. So as you rejoin the group, you pass on the information that it doesn't actually seem to be infected with the virus. Yeah. So someone between there and now was infecting it. We just got to figure out who. The corruption lives on the land. Uh, uh, and, and can I get a look at the, the, the humans making deliveries? Uh, yeah. Okay. Is there anything like off about them or? Not really. They're generic handsome people. Okay. Generic handsome people? Yeah. As a generic handsome person myself, though, I, I that, that usually belies something, uh, something sinister behind the thing so uh i guess like away from the astromech and like as they're bringing the boxes into the store i uh, catch up with them and say hey guys need any help oh no we're we're kind of good right now yeah i i have a very high voice for whatever reason <laughs> perfectly normal it's tommy and timmy from our last <laughs> <laughs> they've come back as hot dudes <laughs> <laughs> Okay, not gonna lie, that was actually a plot point in one of the previous 3000 Brigade shows I did where, like, <laughs> to- no, like Tom Nook showed up and he was like, you guys owe me money and everybody works for me, even my nephews. And, like, the nephews did a little Chippendales dance. They weren't actually children, they were adults, but, um, <laughs> yeah, no, the 3000 oh Brigade. Hopefully we put on a show this year. Anyway. You know, I say, you know, you remind me a lot of my my chi- my biracial adopted son, Harry, who's like gay, but in a very chaste way. Yeah, he's gay and asexual. Yeah. So we, <laughs> we get the bonus points for being nice to him, but we don't actually have to show anything that we have to conflict with. Um Trying to hit all the trying to hit all the things here. Yeah. And, uh, y- y- you know, I remember when. I first moved, you know, when we moved to our house, um, I, I, I'm just kind of going through some sort of like generic story where I was like, oh, it was, you know, so hard to move to a new place sport. But, you know, sometimes changes are needed. And while he's doing like he's trying to lull them into some kind of like numbness so we can just do more investigations. Uh huh. Yeah. Listen, we've, we've got to get this fish in. Otherwise, it's going to spoil a lot sooner than it normally does. How long does it take to spoil? I mean, usually if it's refrigerated, it spoils after about a week and a half, give or take a few days. If it takes longer than that, or if it's going to be out here, it could spoil in a matter of hours. Oh, yeah. Well, let me help you bring them into the fridge there, partner. And why is that? Because it's very hot out here. Well, I figured that much. Yeah, so, uh, well, so, like, we're dropping it off at the diner, mm-hmm. and is there, like, a refrigerator back here we can, um... Oh, uh, yeah, there's a very fancy-looking refrigerator. Oh, hello, welcome back to the restaurant. How fancy are we talking? Uh, like, it's one of those that will, like, tell you if things are going bad or not. Hmm. Like, it's a smart fridge. Hmm. Mm. Can I investigate the fridge? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Are you trying to make a sandwich? Uh, yeah, well, I'm I'm making I'm doing that while investigating, and I'm just like I want some of this and a little bit of this, and oh, this will be uh, nice. roll interface. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, I don't think I got a good roll. Uh, in fact, I got a five. <sighs> you see that the fridge is connected to 
uh, the server around here, but it's also connected to a shadow server. Okay. And this shadow server seems to be running off of the programming of the world system as it was previously set up. Oh. Uh, and I, I kind of, uh, can I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna whisper that to James and then put down my sandwich back in the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so I'm gonna take the the boxes off of our generic hunks and I'm gonna start to carry it to the fridge and I'm gonna try to make an interface roll with the fridge. All right, roll. All right. You're you're a dad, you know machines. (laughs) This should be fun. Uh, Well, you see, the thing is, is that I do have a very fancy fridge in my house. The problem is, is that it's more aspirational. So like (laughs) any of the, you know, I use it as a regular fridge, but I don't use any of like the fancy tech with it or anything. It's just supposed to be... Yeah, it's just supposed to look expensive. You don't tweet from your fridge. It, it, it was product placement that you had to do. Yeah. So uh, basically that just loosely translates to I rolled a fucking four. Oh. <laughs> you know, and I'm poking out and, and I'm poking at the screens and stuff. It's like, oh, these newfangled refrigerators, you know. I mean, hey, I just used mine to keep my, my uh, very light beer cold that we only take out for uh, barbecues. Anyone who's Ooh. actually good at interface want to roll? <laughs> Well, what did you get on your roll? I got a four. Okay. Uh, Yeah, as you're trying to find that out and you're trying to mess with the buttons, you've accidentally broken the refrigerator. Uh Uh-oh. And so now it is more of a just... It's going to swamp up in there really fast. Oh. And our uh, good friend, the French chef, Steve DiCaprio, off-brand Sanchi, says, Hey, what are you doing? That's my sh- that's my fridge. It's very advanced, and you you shouldn't be messing with it. I'm sorry. I was trying to just help. You know, I was trying to help with the deliveries. You know, be a good neighbor, and you know how us dads can be with technology. You broke my fridge. Why would you break the fridge? I slam my fist on the counter because your fridge is a criminal. What? K? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, so I point at the fridge accusingly in my best Phoenix Wright pose and I say, this fridge is responsible for all of the crimes in this area. We've tracked this shipment all the way here. And it's the only weak link. As you can see, it was so weak it didn't even stand up to some very thorough investigating. And my dog barks. Uh, I, when the dog barks, I jump into the air. Uh, and then and he catches ho- you. hopes that someone catches me. The, the dog does. The dog catches me? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you mean. It is a very normal fridge. And he opens up and this techno-organic food starts to pour out and glob onto his body. (gasps) As he starts to transform into a hulking barbarian made out of techno-organic food. So imagine your generic dystopian warlord. Oh, God. But it's made out of food. Jeepers! And it smells awful. I pull out my gun. (laughs) (laughs) I see. This is a problem. I pull out my gun. No, I don't have a gun. I'm I'm still trembling and uh, and being Mm. held. I put on lipstick. It's getting serious. (laughs) You're going to stun him into submission. (laughs) <laughs> okay so yeah tell me what you all want to do oh boy we're we're in a kitchen correct mm-hmm. i'd like to animate all the kitchenware <laughs> 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 like straight up be our guest basically yes 
<laughs> all, all the forks, all the knives, all the plates, all the pans. Be our guest in hell! <laughs> all right. Be our guest, be our guest, Cthulhu is the best. <laughs> uh, Roll me, uh, plus influence. So that is a five plus one, six. Uh, okay, so, like, parts of your body sort of, like, slough off, because that's how you, like, control and animate these things. <laughs> Basically, I do to the fucking kitchenware what the food did to this guy. Oh! <laughs> well, you try to, you try to. The problem is that, uh, Steve here keeps a very clean kitchen, and it's disinfected, and so as your, like, inner flesh gets onto it, it just writhers and dies because you rolled a six. Ah, uh, alas. Oh, no. It is too clean. Uh, you have taken a major injury from this because you basically lost the equivalent of a hand Ow. trying to animate this unaffectively. All right, so how do I damage? You're just going to put down major. It's sort of a ah. loose sliding scale. I see. Okay, yeah, injury is major. Yeah, so who wants to go next? Um, even though I pulled out my gun, I'm, I'm just going to like... To put it in my belt for a second, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to give a dad speech at him. All right, roll to try and influence this thing. Please don't fail me now. <laughs> Double one. <laughs> <laughs> Your talking is unsuccessful, and he is going to try and attack you. You are going to, I assume, try and avoid. Yeah. Ah, uh, roll me. Uh, plus physique. I got a minus one on physique. It's not good. I rolled another two. Jesus. And that's a minus one because your physique is very bad. Three minus one, yeah. Oh, okay. Still, that is very bad. Uh, You're trying to talk and he just slams a fist of horrifying mechanical food into your mouth. Uh, You have a a major infection now that you'll need to try and... Find a solution to. Okay. That that is enough to actually get me going. And uh, that uh, I, I say, well, that really dulls my claws. And I'm going to pull out a giant cartoon hammer. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to take it to the body of this thing. Uh, yeah, roll plus physique. Uh, I, I Do I get any bonuses from my giant cartoon hammer? Uh, you'll get an additional plus one. Heck yeah. Well, that's great, because I rolled an 11. So, you, like, take your hammer and you swing it back and you bonk it. So, what happens is I I go uh, do that and then I, uh, I, I, there's some triumphant music playing and then I, like, flex and there's surprisingly a lot of muscle and I go, roar! <laughs> and, uh, then I hit. <laughs> yeah, you hit it and like cartoony physics come into play. So he like gets smashed down and then like pops back up and you hear a springing noise and like bits of the flesh fl- or bits of the weird infected food fly off and like they hit the cleaned tables and just shrivel up and die. Let no one say I'm just a little pussy cat. <laughs> Yay! And Paulette. Um, I think Paulette is looking and like maybe things have gotten like a little messed up with that big slam Mm -hmm. and Taffy is growling. She's doing her lipstick and like just a trail goes off. No, it would never. How dare you? (laughs) Slander, libel. Uh, (laughs) 
Yep, roll uh, plus influence to order Taffy to attack. No, that's not what I was doing. Oh, 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 go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> interrupted. <laughs> uh, Taffy is growling, but she holds her hand up and says, Not now. We gotta get to the heart of the matter. And she looks at the creature and says, Steve, I know you're in there somewhere. Just like when my ex-lover was in a drug-fueled rage state from the cartel drugs they were doing. And also the embezzlement charges. Were you on Dallas? <laughs> I look at you and you're like, you don't know my life. I look back at Steve. <laughs> and I say, Steve, don't let this terrible influence ruin the life you worked so hard for. Little Captain Kirky there. And I know you're in there. Strong. Proud. A real man's man. I know you could fight back against this creature. Remember who you are and how hard you've worked. And then I, I snap my... I like, like dust a little bit of debris off my suit. And I'm like making myself like look as important and stern. And... Uh, yeah. Roll plus influence. So I rolled a nine and it's a plus three, so I got a twelve. Yep. So you see Steve's eyes, like, turn into hearts as more of the uh, flesh sloughs on, on him. He says, oh, Paulette, I love you so much. I, I got to break this off of me. But then more of it sort of crawls over his mouth to try and control him. And I go, Steve, no. <laughs> and we are back up. Like the only one controlling his mouth is me. To the top of the line. <laughs> so anybody who wants to do something, feel free. I mean, my next move is to try to kiss him. So you, you want to do oh, it yeah. first. Yeah, I I think I think I want to uh, see if I can hit him with the hammer again. But specifically with the uh, purpose and intent of making him exhale so hard that whatever he has in his mouth, it goes flying. To free his and, luscious lips. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like right in the gut. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, roll plus physique. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Is it good? Three. Ooh. <laughs> you try and slam. But he's he's welcomed me to the jam. <laughs> <laughs> and a jar of jam gets in your way. This time, the techno food grabs the hammer and yanks it out of your hands. You have lost use of the hammer until you're able to reclaim it. Uh, oh, no. I want to use my gun to try to, like, shoot at the tendril that's holding the hammer. Mm-hmm. Roll plus influence first. I rolled at uh, 9 plus 2, 11. Okay, you are able to successfully avoid the food that is trying to control you. I think you're able to spit it out here. And then you take a shot at the tendril. Okay. And part of it is weakened, but it has not fully dropped the hammer. Okay. Perhaps it is time to fry the cook. <laughs> and I would like to invoke lightning as a, a launch assault, I believe. Or uh, No, that'd be uh, open fire. Open fire. All right, yes. Or, or no, no, that would be launch assault. So yeah, roll plus physique. All right, cool. Double fives. That's a, a 10 plus one, 11. Oh, that is very good. Heck yeah. Uh, so yeah, you're, you are able to shoot flames out of this. Sort of like all the heat that you've been trying to repel by keeping yourself cold is launched and reversed into heat. That fries him so he looks like he's got hamburger that has like weird microchips sticking out of it and he breaks 
off of it, shucking more of this horrifying skin that is controlling him. Ha ha! I have made normal human joke! <laughs> and Paulette, you all wrap this thing up? Yeah. I think Paulette strides forward says, I knew you as a man, and that's what I still believe you are. But if you keep this up, we have no choice but to enforce litigation of love. And I grab the side of his mushy mecho face, and I go to kiss him, and I think it, like, peels back a little bit, and his lips come out. All right, Romy plus physique. Eight, and I have plus one, so it's nine. And I'll give you a plus one more because you have your uh, very impressive suit on. Yeah, and I did just put lipstick on, so... Yeah. That's pretty important. And so you kiss him. Mm-hmm. And the... The camera spins uh, around us slowly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the remaining techno food that is on him explodes off as he does that very anime ecstatic jump in the air. His mm-hmm. eyes are full on earth and says, Oh, the kiss, it has freed me from this evil. Oh, thank you. I have to tell you, the number one man in my life is always going to be Taffy. And there's no change in that. Taffy barks. They call it puppy love. (laughs) Ah, I see. This beautiful woman has gone to the dog. (laughs) And then I slap him. And I kiss him. I slap him again. Just to make sure. (laughs) I don't know what I'm making sure of, but... You're treating my heart like leftovers being turned into two different meals. I, I understand we cannot be together, but you shall always remain in my heart. And you, in my Rolodex. <laughs> and I slide his card into my business suit. Well, I believe if my fridge is the problem, I shall have to order a new one after I do this. And he lifts up a leg and he slams it all the way through the fridge, breaking it in half. Classic. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I remain stoic, but I blush. That is what I do for kicks. Ha ha, that is a human joke. Last time I saw legs those powerful, I was in Vegas. (laughs) I'm not going to make a joke, but I'm going to say, I think... (laughs) I think... (laughs) I I think the lesson that we've all learned today is that, that... No matter what kind of awful, horrible disease you have, as long as you have the support and love of a family, whether it's been entirely fabricated by a bunch of tech bros back on Earth or a business lady, an abomination, and whatever Becky is. Normal human. Normal human. Then we can make it through anything. I have a feeling that I didn't make it out on top in that list. <laughs> You'll seldom do. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. We clink glasses. And clink glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and then the end credits roll with too many cooks. Do we all get to like high five and hop in the air as a freeze frame? And in. You've been listening to RPG Pals Club playing the Cinematic Universal, a setting created by me, Luke Hare, using the Uncharted World system. You can find more about that if you Google Uncharted World. RPG Pals Club posts twice a month on the 1st and the 15th of the month. If you would like to support us, we have a Patreon, which 
as of our recording on this, has no backers. For as little as a dollar a month, you can get early episodes, theoretically. My name is Luke. I am the Dungeon Master. You can find me on Twitter at at Coltreg. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. I also host the Multiversal Q podcast, where we are covering the Ultimate Universe and recently did a big documentary-style retrospective on Ultimatum. And I am also doing a free-to-listen-to podcast where my partner and my co-host, Devin, watch every Nicolas Cage movie and talk about it. It's called The Unbearable Weight of Nicolas Cage. Find that at my Patreon, or I'll probably have a link up for it to not have to listen to it on there by the time this goes up. I'm Madison Rowan. You can find me on Twitter at QuipsterRecrew. Quipster spelled Q-U-I-P-S-T-E-R. Uh, and I'm on RPG Pals Club. Yes, you have heard. Uh, and any other projects I will be on will be posted on my Twitter. I've been Eric, a.k.a. Rhythm Bastard. You can find everything I'm working on on my website, rhythmbastard.rocks, because I rock so hard I have to put it in the URL. You can also support me by buying my music on rhythmbastard.bandcamp.com and support me every month where I'm releasing new tracks at patreon.com slash rhythmbastard. Uh, you can also find me as part of the 3000 Brigade and on the podcast, I'd Rather Not. I've been Gar Atkins, but you can call me Sahoni, and you can find me on my Twitter at Sahoni underscore stuff. That's S-A-H-O-N-I underscore stuff. You can also catch me on my other podcast, uh, Barking Points Memo, which is a weekly current events comedy podcast where we look at the news and yell about it, but, you know, in funny ways. You can uh, also check out my uh, Twitter and keep an eye on that for development news for tabletop games that I design. My current project is Exceptionals, a, a narrative-focused RPG inspired by X-Men about the spaces and communities marginalized people make for themselves. And I am currently in editing and art, and I've been doing live streams with them. And the best place to learn about those is my Twitter. I'm Gina Dazer. You can find me on Twitter at A-D-A-S-E-R. That's a Dazer, like laser, but with uh, assistant directors. Um, I do illustration and sometimes game designs and sometimes cookbook stuff. I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff and all of it's secret. Just kidding. I say everything online. I don't have much to say except uh, Black Lives Matter and yeah. um, fuck Nazis. Black Lives Black Matter. matter. Fuck yeah. Fuck Nazis. Black Lives uh, Matter. Fuck turfs, but don't have sex with them. <laughs> also, trans yeah. rights. Trans, trans rights. <laughs> general, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Just don't. Yeah. We'll put a brick through your window. <laughs> That wraps us up for this week. Next time, I hope we'll all be back to normal RPG Pals Club, but we will see you then. Free oi! Peace.